It's that time of the year where if you're not in Africa, Asia, or maybe Australia, you're probably feeling the cold right about now. And I got a great question from a client recently who asked, is it normal to want to eat more during the winter? And the answer to this is yes, especially in my experience. And I found that a lot more people will be craving quote unquote warmer foods. And if I'm honest, initially, I never used to understand this concept. I knew what people meant logically, but it didn't quite click, which made me realize that it's not just nature that influences this, but nurture too. So today I want to go through three of the main reasons why you overeat in the winter. I do believe there's more than just three reasons, but I want to cover these key ones and go through how you can overcome them. And the first I believe is particularly important purely due to the fact that a lot of us will experience this but it easily goes unrecognized which is that you're simply dehydrated we are far less inclined to drink water in the winter months and when we do finally choose to drink some fluids it's usually in the form of like warm teas coffees hot chocolates maybe some mulled wine here and there which aren't really consumed quickly nor in abundance right you're not going to be drinking liters of you might do actually but you're generally not going to be drinking liters of coffees teas and you know realistically when we look at how quickly we consume water versus these drinks it's just not going to be at the same speed or volume and if you're someone who exercises just as much now as you did in the spring in the summer then you still need to be making sure you're consuming as much water as possible and the thing is as well is that yes when we're outside it's definitely significantly cooler but the way that we can adjust and control the heat in almost every indoor environment these days you could easily be losing the similar amount of fluids that you would do in any other season so the solution to this keep yourself hydrated just as you would during any other season and a good rule of thumb is before any hot drink or meal you have try and have a glass of water first another helpful tip is to make sure you stop drinking chilled water and just try to have room temperature it'll be a lot more appealing and a lot more likely for you to reach out to it and also just use all the other hydration hacks that you usually use. Keep your water near to you. Consume a lot of it in the morning. Take advantage of getting plenty of fluids in whilst you're training, before your workout, during and after as well. You're going to be much more likely because it's going to be more of a habitual thing then. And this is one of those ones where you're going to hear it and you're going to like, yep, this is obvious, Elliot, I know this. But even with the knowledge, we're still going to overlook this. So we have to implement certain techniques and strategies to make sure we're more hydrated so we're far less inclined to reach out for the food. Number two, and you may have already guessed this one, you're just cold. Part of us wrapping up and putting on warmer clothes and extra layers is of course conscious, but part of this is just our minds and our bodies reacting to nature. And let's think about what food does for a second. A, it provides the thermic effect of food, which warms up our internal body temperature. And B, we all know what happens if a surplus of calories is consumed, right? We gain body fat, which years ago, when we didn't have heaters or temperature-controlled homes and cars, was extremely, extremely functional. And if we stay on the topic of our evolutionary self, what do you think is going to appeal to us more? The chicken breast or that warm brownie full of carbs, sugars, and fats that we're going to be able to use and store as energy? I think the answer is pretty obvious in which one we're going to go for. And let's try and solve this warm food equation. So something that we can use instead is using hot drinks and lower calorie soups, teas, coffees, low calorie hot chocolates, like I just mentioned. Like if you can get in the habit of drinking a fresh mint tea when you get a bit chilly versus reaching for food, you're going to be so much better off from a calorie front, probably from a health front as well. And also, if you are someone who maybe wants soups around this time of year, perhaps go for broths instead. If you're a meat eater, there are an abundance 
abundance of benefits from bone broths. So this would be a great way to go. And if you're not, just make sure that the soup you're having isn't based on root veg. And if you are making it yourself, just calculate the macros first. Just look into what the foods have because you might think, I'm just throwing a bunch of vegetables in here. It's really, really helpful. But if you're putting a lot of quantity of different foods in, it may add up and you might not even realize. So hopefully that helps with the food side of things. And the most simple solution so you avoid having this feeling altogether is warm up your home and wrap up. Stay warm and then your body's going to be far less likely to want to reach for something to get that warmth elsewhere. Number three, it's always been this way. And it's more of a mindset than anything else. So if you've grown up eating high calorie foods around this time of year, because that's what your parents fed you, because that's what their parents fed them and their parents fed them, the cycle is just going to continue. I also find personally and anecdotally myself and with my clients is that the more high calorie food I eat, the more I crave it. So if you're going into Christmas events and just going in with a mindset of, oh, it's Christmas, relax, and everything along those lines, then once you expose your body to more and more of those foods, the more and more of it it's going to want. So the solution here, and as always, the first step is awareness. Become aware of the certain habitual traps that you're already in. If you like certain traditions, by all means stick with them. But if you're doing something that doesn't help your health and fitness, and you're not a fan of actually doing it, you're just caught in the habit, break the cycle and try and replace it with something more favorable for you and your health and wellness as well. The next step is what Ed and I spoke about in episode 104 on the holiday special, which is planning. And that being the key to your success. The more you can think about your nutrition advance, the more you can think about your training and everything else along those lines in advance, the better it's going to be. The further ahead you can plan as well, the better it's going to be. And you're going to be far less likely to get caught up in these unconscious patterns. Intentionality will always win at the end of the day. So those are the three key reasons why you're overeating in the winter and hopefully some solid solutions that will help you out. I do think the time of the year, you know, the nature of slowing down before January comes around, the darker days, the dip in vitamin D, etc., definitely contributes to this. But if you start by addressing the few things I just mentioned, you'll have plenty more success this winter. So I hope that helped team. Take care and look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.